0: in a particularly prayerful attitude this morning. Um, it's nice though. It is nice. Uh, did you notice a bit of uh, uh, glimmer and shine in Tim's voice this morning? I think it's because he gets the morning off from preaching. Uh, he's working hard on the Alpha course. And I I, wanna, I do want to assure you, um, n- not that I'm surprised. Um, because I've definitely seen the Holy Spirit moving um, just about every time. In fact, every time uh, I've been with Tim on the weekend. But, you know, yesterday we were, oh, you know, a bit short on help, um, in a different place, uh, not, not retreated altogether, etc., etc. A number of logistic factors working against us. And uh, yet um Before the meeting convened, we had a very strong sense of the Holy Spirit, had a strong sense of the Holy Spirit together amongst us as, as folks that were servant leaders, together and with the people. Oh, the reports very quickly, very, very quickly were that the Lord was ministering and, and helping people and I had a lot of questions and, and so did Tim and we, we, we tended to actually work together without trying to. Uh, we prayed for a number of people, one after the other, um, and it just seemed to be extremely complementary, uh, as only the Holy Spirit can be, you know, in, in those things. So it's been a very positive weekend um, up to this point. Now, now comes the, the challenging part. Amen. Um, I, you know, it's, it's, it's always an interesting thing for me because... Um, we have the, the lectionary in, um, in the Anglican Church and I've actually come quite to appreciate it because what that means is we go through the entire text of the Bible. you know one of my other friends who's, who's also a pastor he says you know you, you, you don't get to just read what you want to read. you have to read it all right? correct And uh, I think that's a very positive um, practice you know that we have and It it gets to be a challenge though um, for me, um, particularly in an Anglican context, ministering, because there are a number of different texts. When the Holy Spirit lays upon my heart more than one message, that's why I'm telling you that it's time to be prayerful, do you understand, because I have a different message this morning at seven o'clock than I do at nine o'clock, uh, and I grumbled a little bit. I'm gonna not lie um, because that's not the easiest way to do it. Normally, you do something at seven o'clock and you either fine tune it, or add to, or take away, or something and, and refine it for, for nine o'clock. You know, and it gets easier, but today the Lord has not let me in particular off the hook. Uh, so, so, you can pray now for this message, but you can also pray. The nine o'clock message because it's it's from a different one of our texts here. Um, now I hope I hope this isn't too big of a shock, um, except I hope that the Holy Spirit um, does move through uh, what what He laid um, in my spirit for this morning. Um, I've got a title for you, um, Absalom, a Christian. Who lost his way. Absalom, a Christian who lost his way. Now that's a that may sound like a strange title to you, um, and I can understand that. Uh, It was a bit of a strange title to me uh, when it came to me um, in prayer for you um, this morning. Um, Absalom was obviously born quite a long time before there was ever a glimmer or twinkle. Of Jesus on the earth. Um, many, many generations. Too, too many um, for me to count. Uh, correct? So, so how in the world would we ever properly uh, or truly refer to Absalom as a Christian? Well, um, <clears throat> two things I want to read to you. And maybe this will help you in the future. Uh, when God speaks through um, texts that are pre-Christ. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 that these things or the history of the nation of Israel was written down, it was recorded for our benefit. Paul says that in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 6. So what he's saying is, is that we as Christians are to benefit in our Christian life from the texts that were written pre Jesus' life and walk on the earth. Do you understand that? Okay. So, so, so there, is, there is definite potential for the Holy Spirit to make an application from the Old Testament to us presently in our Christian walk today in this day and age. Amen? You understand? That, that's one piece of scripture that says you can reach back and re, re, refer to Absalom. Uh, in a Christian context, another text comes from the book of Hebrews chapter 8. It says that many things that were pre-Christ were types and shadows. Do you understand that word? It's from Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6. Types and shadows. That means they spoke of, or they were a foreshadowing of the things of Christ to come. Amen? Amen. So there are things in the Old Testament, if you will, that can be types and shadows of things that are present-day, New Testament and present-day realities. Amen? So I'm not just coming up with a... Uh, a, a title for a sermon that is heretical. I, I want to make sure you understand that. I, I've got a, a theologian here, and I've got lots of theologians around me, so they're they always all over me. You know, uh, whenever I'm preaching, are you sure that that's correct? With the, I'm telling you now, you can make an application. I believe clearly from the life and particularly the death of Absalom to us as Christians today. <coughs> Amen. Okay? Now let's just just a couple facts here about Absalom. Who, who was Absalom? Absalom was a son of King David. Amen? So he was a legitimate, clear, divine heir to the throne of Israel, was he not? He was not simply somebody who became a king, He was in the line that was presented, correct? He was right there. Amen? See, David did not just say that he loved Absalom, did he? He did not just say that he loved Absalom. He said that he was his son. Amen? Are we together there? Okay. So Absalom was not... uh, um, Um, not someone that we would loosely apply to us today. Now, let me ask you another question here. What are you and I referred to because of our faith in Jesus? What does the New Testament call us when we have faith in Jesus? Calls us sons and daughters of the Most High God. Amen? So see, Absalom was a son. Now we are a son. Amen? Absalom's life was set and ready. If he would have simply walked in his station as the son of a king, his life would have been amazing, wouldn't it? He would have had almost anything he wanted, wouldn't he? He certainly would have had an extraordinary life, wouldn't he? Not hard to imagine hard to imagine it not being that way because it would have been the king loved him loved him even when he was being treacherous and anti to the king himself is that correct what did david say when he spoke to his commanders about absalom be gentle amen How many people are asking other people to be gentle to the people that are coming against them, that hate them, that even desire to to kill them? Not very many people, huh? But a good and a loving king. Amen? Now let me ask you a question. Does God love us as his sons today, even when we are bad? Even when we walk away from Him. Does He love us? Does He care about us? Now this is very important for us to understand. I think that the love of God is bigger than our potential and even our actual misbehavior. Is that right? The love of God is there for us. It says in the book of Romans that nothing can separate us. Amen? From the love of God. Doesn't it not? Just like, very much like this boy, Absalom. I know that I've felt, (laughs) I've known periods where I was definitely distant and even acting contrary to God's will and God's purpose for my life. I think all of us have at some point in time and another, maybe even in a general theme in our lives, but certainly at moments in time. We have felt that way. Let those actions never convict us that God does not love us. Amen? However, and I say that not um, to diminish the love of God. However, I think it's also very important for us to understand today that the manner in which we receive from the Lord, Whether or not we embrace God does matter for us in our lives. It does have an effect, amen? Now, I think there's a particularly powerful picture and I was glad that uh, Tim made sure that this verse was read. Did you see the verse there um, in verse nine of 2 Samuel chapter 18, where he said, Absalom was stuck in the tree. He hung by his head, if you will, in the tree. Now, I would, have thought, I would have thought that that would have killed him, but it didn't, did it? It said that he hung there, and he was suspended. Suspended between heaven and earth. You understand? Now, when I think about that picture, when I think about hanging somewhere, I think about somebody who is very vulnerable. Amen? He certainly proved to be in a very vulnerable position. Did he not? A vulnerable position that, that certainly caused some consequence to be realized in his life. Amen? Okay. What happened to him? Hanging there in that tree. Somebody came and killed him. Caused him a big problem. Amen. Now, I don't want to tell you this morning about dying and living and dying or, or anything like that. It's, the, it's the, 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 the type, the shadow, the principle that I believe God wants us to understand. Okay, Even though we are His sons and daughters by faith in the Lord, okay, we do have a responsibility to walk with Him in this life can we as christian people find ourselves in vulnerable positions of our own doing that is the question i think that god wants to ask us this morning okay let me ask you a question have you ever known a christian a person who certainly knew the lord who ended up experiencing and doing things in their lives, very directly connected, that you wouldn't even think somebody who didn't know God at all was doing and experiencing? Have you known somebody like that? I think you have. I feel very certain that you have. I know in my own life, I've known many, many believers. Amen? And because they have said, no to the Lord their lives their walks many different aspects of, of of what they they walk out in this life it became very vulnerable just like Absalom did in this particular situation and circumstance he was the son of the king he was beloved of the king but he got off track Amen. It got off track. Now, I I don't believe God wants us to be wringing our hands and and worrying and and fretful here. That's not the point um, uh, of the message this morning. Okay? That's not the point of the message this morning. God is not waiting there either with a big stick. I think that's one of Tim's favorite um, statements to make, and I believe it's a very true one. I believe it's a very true one. Our perspective, and I know this is the way it is, (laughs) I know it's been that way for me, but our perspective is is that God is waiting there to punish us when we do wrong. Well, you know what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 115? It says, the heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth He has given into the hands of the sons of men. Now, you know what that means? That means this. God is there with us. He loves us. He cares for us. His heart will never depart from us. But He will give us a choice while we are walking on this earth of whether or not we want Him to be involved in our lives. Amen? You know, God is actually very humble. Isn't that an interesting statement to hear? God is humble, you know, even though he created everyone, even though he's vast, even though he's big, he tells us to be humble as he is humble, and he's very humble, even though he has every right and privilege to do whatever he wants to do with us as people. He will not force us to have him in our lives. And it's very important for us to understand that. Okay, when we say no to the Lord, okay, <laughs> there's a consequence, and it's difficult. The Bible speaks of a spiritual reality that we walk in. It says in um, uh, uh, Peter, it says that the enemy he walks around like. A roaring lion, seeking those to whom he may devour. Now we don't have to be scared, we don't have to be fretful that uh, oh we might get devoured, unless we have decided God is not for us, or we'll put God on the shelf. Are we together there? Okay, if we don't walk with the Lord. In his security. In his place. I'm not talking about perfection. I'm not talking about performance. I'm talking about in relationship with him. The enemy is out there. And it can be a problem for us. I think Absalom's life is such a perfect picture for that. That he was the son of a king. That he was loved of the king. But what did he do? He chose not to be with the king, and therefore he became vulnerable, amen, to enemies that he certainly would never have been vulnerable to, had he have not chosen his pathway like he did. Now, what exactly was it that Absalom did that made him so vulnerable? See, it's, it's uh, it's not this thing that we can't figure it out. Do you understand? It, it's, it's usually really clear. It's usually really obvious, right? Okay, let me read to you from the book of James, chapter 3, verse 16. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. Amen? Okay if there was ever a good picture of selfish ambition in Scripture, I think you can see it in the life of Absalom. Amen. He didn't want to wait for what was already his. He was in the royal line. Are we together there? He was was going to be a person in rule and in reign. You see. But he couldn't wait. He became self-centered, selfishly ambitious. His perspective became more important than hearing God, than submitting to God. And he stepped out of the will of the Lord, and that's when he had his problem. Are we together then? I, I think there is a direct application to us as Christian people, as sons and daughters of God selfish ambition when we decide what we want is the most important thing it's a very dangerous place for us a vulnerable place for us do you understand what I'm saying here? I want to tell you that sometimes when we decide what we want it's not as obvious that it is wrong as it was in Absalom's life it just comes from ourselves we may decide this is the way that we think things should work here in this situation. We ought to run this home group this way, for example. Okay? This is the way I like things done. Understand? Now let me tell you something. If God is not the one that has said that, that is the way it should be, praise the Lord. The enemy is waiting there with that kind of attitude, to enter into the situation and to take advantage of us, even though we are Christian people. That's how it works. Do you see that? Do you understand that? You know, This morning, while we're together, as we're together, in the way that we're worshiping and, and considering um, the, the, the voice of the Lord, let the Holy Spirit speak to us today. Let him convict us and take from us any sense of selfish ambition, any part that came from the same root that affected the life of Absalom. You understand? Let God speak to us this morning. And let me tell you something. When God speaks to us about that, the very, very good news is this we can repent. Amen. Amen. Repentance is not an ugly word <laughs> uh, in the church. You know what? You know what? In in, in eternity, we sit there um, uh, and, and we are redeemed. Did you know that? We are redeemed as soon as we come to know the Lord. So while we are walking on the earth, there is this, this issue of spiritual reality. Okay? Oftentimes, to make things better here. To clear things with us while we are walking on the earth. To remove spiritual influence that is not godly, but that's from the enemy of God's people. We need to repent. Amen. So while we're we're praying, uh, taking communion, uh, the the, the reflective time that we have here, after the message, in the the sermon, after the sermon, in the rest of the service. Praise the Lord. Amen. God knows how to keep us humble. You understand? Let, let the Lord speak to you and, and humble yourself before the Lord. I have no idea what it is that God would have you to repent of or that God would have to examine your heart concerning. It may have nothing to do with being at St. Margaret's. may have nothing to do with... I just, I just couldn't tell you but I know that the Lord can. I know that the Lord can. As Christian people, God is there. He is loving us. Let's just be sure that we stay within the bounds. Amen? Of Him, His will, His purpose. Let's humble our hearts, allow our hearts to be made tender before Him this morning. Let's repent, come back to walk in His way. Amen. God bless you this morning.